0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Best Damn Camp, a Verse read-along and analysis podcast so that sets to read all the books by Rick Riordan in timeline order. I'm your host Fran and welcome to the show. Today we continue our timeline journey with a bonus story from the Demigod Diaries. Percy Jackson and the staff of Herpes. As always, I have my points to focus on. So today we've got relationships, foreshadowing, and just generally what I thought of it. But to begin, here is a word from our sponsor. And that sponsor is anyone who is listening who is a patron on. My Patreon at patreon.com slash a dose of Fran. The money that I'm getting and support that I'm getting through Patreon is helping me make sure that content here on my podcast and my YouTube continues so I can make sure that I'm getting the equipment that makes this the best show possible for you and for me. So if you want to support that, head on over to patreon.com slash a dose of Fran. But to move on to the things that you guys are really here for, here is the synopsis for Percy Jackson and the staff of Hermes. Romantic evening goes awry with a forgetful boyfriend and an interrupting god. Hermes sends our lovebirds on a quest for his staff and mayhem ensues. As the heroes battle a small giant, we are left with references of what's to come. And that's pretty much a sort of basic overview of, well, basic synopsis of uh, what happens in this book. But, well, short story really, in a book called The Demigod Diaries. But I want to get a little bit more specific, so let's go into the overview, which is a little bit more detailed of the specific things that happen in this story. So here is the overview for the staff of Hermes. It's Percy and Annabeth's one month anniversary, and he's forgotten. Percy. He supposedly had something planned, but thankfully... Hermes was here to keep him from admitting he didn't remember and had literally nothing planned. Hermes has a problem. His staff has been stolen and he needs Percy to find it. Naturally, there isn't much of a choice here. Annabeth isn't happy and is tired, but does it to help out Percy. We stand a helpful queen. Finding their way to Cacus, the giant who has stolen the... I can't even say that the staff. There is a proper name for it. I can't say it. They find his hideout and they uncover a secret plot. Struggling to defeat the enemy, they give it their best shot, but it takes some time. Finally, the giant is defeated and they have the staff back. With a little help from Hermes in thanks, the two spend their anniversary in Paris. Now, okay... Before I go into the points I want to make about relationships and uh, foreshadowing, there are a few things that I want to say as just general asides. Um, We have a Hercules Disney movie reference here, in that um, (laughs) Percy mentions about uh, not really knowing what to say when a god, you know, shuts up to him to ask for a quest and the reference is oh should i just drop down my knees and go we're not worthy we're not worthy (laughs) i know technically that hercules reference is a reference to wayne's world but i still love that it's a reference to a reference um of something slightly connected to greek mythology (laughs) and also admittedly in wayne's world it is mythology thing because they're seeing i don't remember who the guy is but um, they're referencing him as like a, a music god. Um, so, you know, there's a god reference there, all the same. Um, so that I thought was cool. To get into something less cool. Um, why are we saying that Luke loved Annabeth? He was a goddamn grown man. He was 23 and she was 16 just saying that she did so this is all in relation to like why Hermes and Annabeth don't like each other her and Luke run away together when they're children well she joins them when he's already running away she develops a crush ah he's evil but then he also develops a crush and I'm like but what he's a grown man he was like 18 when she was 12 that's why why, why is this narrative continuing to be perpetrated because it's goddamn nasty, and now I'll slow down and stop, but I they mention it so many times. this is the first time that it's officially been referenced in terms of the timeline of this idea that Luke was in love with Annabeth because no, <laughs> there is no evidence other than asking um do you do you still love me is that the exact words or something like that or did you love me but like how does that equate to yeah clearly love Luke was in love with a fucking child <laughs> like that's a very real crime that's a very real crime in this situation here um, thankfully he's dead so the crime does not occur but you know Jesus <laughs> but yeah um, that was one thing um Another point is just another general side. Uh, So, Annabeth has a plate that transforms into a shield. It's the same shield that we see in the last Olympian, but when did it transform into a plate? And also, that is a really random thing to be carrying around. Like, it's not exactly conspicuous. It's like people are going to notice a weirdo carrying around a plate. Like, (laughs) at least Percy's makes sense because it's a pen. Like, everyone carries pens. Well, at least most people carry. People can carry pens, but carrying a plate is a little bit weird. And then, final aside before I jump in: Why are relationships shown so negatively? Like, I I keep saying this to everyone and on this podcast specifically. The presentation of Percy and Annabeth's relationship in this first series is not good. There is no like romantic appreciation for each other. There's no kind of kindness in the romantic presentation. And it just continues. Like, Percy's convinced he's done something bad all the time. He's nervous about making her mad. Like this is this is not a healthy relationship. Things like that are not healthy. But it's such a stereotypical thing that you see in like rom coms and Hollywood romance movies and just oh there's okay the damn meme page on instagram and uh twitter as they shared for uh last week's episode (laughs) straight people be crazy like why is this shown as a good relationship like that's not healthy like it's screwed up no one should be nervous about their partner and making their partner mad like that's no 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 and it's just such a prevalent thing in this story. I just hate it. I hate it so much. I wanted more positive portrayals of their relationship, of, of Percy Beth being, you know, positive and healthy and loving. And we got none of that, really. We got a few little moments here and there. And then she just to kind of go into the relationship side of things, and obviously just talking about Percy and Annabeth because that's the main thing about the story... Like I said, I'd hope we'd seen more of like them being a good partnership and them being respectful and kind to one another. Honestly, because this is Percy's point of view, we're seeing a lot of the dodgy stuff from his side, and like there are some things that I'm just kind of like, why is this here like why why are we seeing this because it's not showing them in the most healthiest and kindest of lights like he's forgotten how long they've been together. He forgets that he was meant to be planning something for their one-month anniversary. Uh, He makes her go on a... Well, okay, technically he doesn't make her go on a quest with him, but he expects her to, in a sense. He then mocks her for not having a wise or strategic plan of what they want to do. Like, they've literally just gone on this quest. She is not a willing participant, really, because she hates Hermes. Like, (laughs) Like, the whole thing is just kind of like... Come on now, like, have them be nice to each other, at least. But the the main thing I'm really kind of not appreciating is sort of... And it's not necessarily true, this may not be the best word for it, but Percy's sort of, like, disrespectful language towards Annabeth. Like, yes, you can 100% joke and be jokey with your partner, and not, like, well, not self-deprecating, but as in, like, you can make jokes not at their expense because you shouldn't really make jokes about your partner at their expense because that's just goddamn rude but you can make funny jokes that are like mean sounding but not actually mean but he doesn't do that (laughs) other than a few moments about how of him just talking about how beautiful she is that's kind of about it and also you know it's not, not everything's about Luke uh, about looks, about looks but like when he's talking positively about Annabeth it's about her appearance like he literally blah blah blahs her intellect and things that she's passionate about again and this is something I've talked about here is that he does not appreciate or like even considering he makes that line in Titan's Cut about how oh Annabeth would have loved being at the uh Hoover Dam because you know she would have she'd be starting off all this information about it and all these sort of things, and like he he misses that and stuff he makes a fun of a lot of the things that she's passionate about like honestly <laughs> it's just it kind of upsets me like you should be supportive of things that your partner cares about and you know respect their their passions as well like he's more focused on not making her angry than being. You know, in a relationship with her, which isn't healthy. Like, he, the whole story ends up making her just seem like a terror as a girlfriend, and and <laughs> like, I, oh, I don't know. There's just it's just really quite uncomfortable in some places of just seeing only negative portrayals of like, oh, I don't want Annabeth to be angry, or she gave me this look that may, that and just, just, she gave me this specific look, she let and stuff like that. I'm just kind of like show your girlfriend in a positive light. Like, it's not a bad thing to do so, but it just, (laughs) considering this short, and, and especially there is no reason in this short story to show Annabeth as a terror of a girlfriend because she's, she's being nice and helpful. She's gone on this quest for this God that she hates and who hates her and disrespects her. Literally Hermes calls her girl the entire time. There, he doesn't refer to her by name. He doesn't speak to her. He calls her the girl or girl, and Percy kind of lets it happen. Also, you know, stand up for your girlfriend. You do. You're cur- You're literally currently immortal, mate. You can stand up to a god right now. <laughs> it's you've done it before. Do it for your girlfriend. <laughs> but. They were spending a romantic day together, which was interrupted, and she handled that like a champ. She didn't take it out on him. She wasn't frustrated that he'd taken this quest. She helped him solve the problem. Even though, and she was absolutely devastated as well, that he'd forgotten that it was their one month anniversary. And that he'd forgotten that he'd said that he had made plans for them and then he tried to lie to her as well (laughs) he tried to lie saying oh yeah this is what I had planned of us going to Paris you know with Hermes help but it's obviously it's very clearly a lie why try to lie but yeah it's just kind of frustrating so it's showing her as like a terror angry person of a girlfriend when there's no evidence for that happening in this short story it just feels like that cliche thing of oh yeah bridezilla you know Oh ball and chain sort of ridiculous bollocks that I absolutely hate seeing everywhere, which is very ingrained in heterosexual sort of elements. <laughs> the fact that I've seen wedding photos of like the page boys or brides like flower girls, whatever they're called, walking down the aisle with um signs of here comes the ball and chain ahead of the bride, like things like that is so many levels are screwed up and you can find these things anywhere like are the straights okay (laughs) because that's not cool but just this that was a total tangent there (laughs) but i just need more moments of them being a good and happy couple without these like backhanded compliments sort of stuff for me to feel invested in this relationship because that current there is nothing to keep me invested in this relationship adding more so it's like well I'm not really spoilers because we're going into it next week but we don't see the next four or five months of their relationship they're supposed to have been in a relationship for six months by the time the lost hero comes about we only see this one month well this one day after a month of them being together and then we see no more of their relationship and then it takes two and a half books two and a half books before we see them in any relationship like capacity I need more moments to be invested in this relationship fully. But moving on, especially in relation to me mentioning the lost hero, let's move on to foreshadowing, because there are so many things that are popping up to do with the Heroes of Olympus in this book that I think is really cool. First one being that there is a mention, like I said last week, for the Blackjack situation, that there is a mention of future communication issues and the fact that there are just communication issues happening in general as well as the fact that uh, there is something happening with Zeus. Zeus is considering something to do with communication, um, which is something that Hermes mentions, but he doesn't say much else about it. He just says, oh, that's interesting about the communication issues because Zeus was just considering a never mind (laughs) sort of situation. Um, But Hermes also discusses the fact that he's not going to see Percy in a while so it's just something he can do to help by sending him and his girlfriend well him and Annabeth to Paris for their one month anniversary but it's interesting also with the fact that uh the giant whose names I've already forgotten Cacus was that it Cacus (laughs) hold on what was his name yeah Cacus I'm probably not saying it right um but he mentions that uh the Titans weren't the only ones who uh, are planning an uprising there are more people who are funding him who are funding other things who are dealing with communication and things like that so there's lots of references to what is to follow in heroes of olympus because you know things aren't done yet and i kind of like that we are getting this even though they are obviously stories that not everyone reads because they're a part of the small little book collections like uh, the demigod diaries and the demigod files but i like that these stories that are set between these two book so obviously The Last Olympian and The Lost Hero have references to what is to come so there's a good tie-in that comes with that so I, I can appreciate that on on uh, many levels <laughs> um but yeah I, th- I just think it's really cool that they do have these moments to do with foreshadowing because you know it's just useful like you can like I remember I was just reading it and just certain things I was picking up like the mentioning of communication issues like ah oh, I remember this thing that's gonna happen <laughs> Or Hermes, and the fact that the gods also were aware of what's happening in a sense, and immediately closed themselves off, you know just shows as per last week's question, yeah, the gods really do not change because they suck even now, but um, I don't know, there's just something about it that I think is really interesting um but yeah, that's all I've got for for this week. It's another short one, I know um there's kind of these stories are all really short so there's kind of not too much to say about them as a whole um that you know i probably haven't already said or i end up repeating but um i'm just double checking (laughs) something um yeah so because i want to go into this i don't well i don't really have any final thoughts i just oh actually no final thought that will kind of lead into this week's question of the episode i truly wish there had been better development for The Percy Beth relationship because it really, really irritates me that the development that we do finally see for Percy and Annabeth's relationship happens halfway through the Heroes of Olympus series. Like, we had five books of build up, the last book really doesn't do much for the build up, if anything, it just stalls it. Then we've got this mini story, and even the last week's mini story that. It kind of hamper[s] the process the progress even more after showing not the healthiest seemingly element of their relationship and then we don't see their relationship again for two and a half books or just a couple of like <laughs> thousand pages because these books are bloody huge but yeah so um, for this week's question of the episode I want to know do you feel like Percy and Annabeth's relationship was not as, was not developed that well I'll probably word that differently when I post it just because I don't know (laughs) if I've worded that very well but yeah do you think Percy and Albert's relationship was developed well enough or could it have been done better um so yeah so let me know your thoughts by either emailing or dropping a comment on the post on twitter and instagram and um yeah, that's all I've got. So <laughs> thank you for joining me for this bonus story. Be sure to join me next Wednesday as we continue our Royal Universe journey with the start of The Lost Hero. Now to plug where you can find our podcast. We are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Boom, Stitcher, Deezer, and basically wherever you listen to podcasts. In the meantime, between episodes, you can find The Best Damn Camp on various social media at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me with your thoughts, you can email thebestdankepp at hotmail.com or become a podcast patron over at patreon.com slash a healthy dose of Fran, which is linked in the episode show notes for early access and other exclusive perks. Want more Percy Jackson content? Check me out on YouTube at A Healthy Dose of Fran. Or if you want to support me with my... Or if you want to support my own writing, drop me a follow at A Dose of Fran on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. Again, thank you all for tuning in. As always, I've been Fran, your very own hunter. I'll see slash speak to you all next time. Bye.